What's going on, guys? Back here, uh, hit the book, season three, episode thirteen. Uh, just me and Ace this week. Jesse and Huff are um, off for the week, I guess you could say. Um, but uh, yeah, just Ace and I. I'm ready to get into it. Ace, what do you got? Yeah, like you said, the Yinzers gallivanting up around out there because Matt Canada got fired. I think it's just a national day off. Um, but no, nah, both the boys busy this week, so Mac and I will be holding it down for you. Um, got a lot of stuff going in all these leagues. You and I did terrible on the card this week, like actually brutal. Um, so I know we're going to bounce back. We're going to dive deeper into these games. I missed last week. So <clears throat> that's why I'm assessing my losses, I would say. But uh, yeah, all, all three sports right now, in my opinion, the pro ones, going at a good pace. So excited to dive into it. Yeah, this is my second terrible week so far, but uh, yeah, I got to bounce back. My card's just been terrible. You're still in the positives, but um, a lot of work to do all around for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, with that, I mean, we didn't have a starting segment this week, but I was thinking with you and I just on the pod, we could just get a quick little fiery debate going about these New York Rangers and Boston Bruins, both playing great hockey, um, could be argued as the best team in the league. But uh, I think for a certain reason, the Boston Bruins are just there. Um, I know you see in all the power rankings, they're always at number one. You want to know why? Because they're just the better team. Um, no, you want to know why? It's because they've been doing it for two years straight now. And when you when you saw what they did last year, literally have the best regular season of all time. And now they're coming back here and what are they, 13-2-2 or whatever they are. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous, their their win record or their win percentage in the last two seasons. Um, Rangers are up there too. They both took losses last night. You guys at least got a point out of it. but. Um, the Rangers, I mean, they're playing some really good hockey. Panarin didn't get a point last night, so it was 16 or 15 game point streak ends. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I can't say I was see, I saw this coming from the Rangers. Did you see the Bruins popping out like this without everything that they lost in the offseason? I didn't think they would be starting off as, as hot as they did. I mean, they're literally at a better clip than they were last year, but this is why we're a better team than everybody in the league, I'll say, is goaltending and defense wins hockey games it's nice to have flashy scoring and we have that but we have the best goaltending tandem in the league so getting two top-notch netminders like you know but you can argue that we're that we're right there but you can't say that they're better than swayman and Allmark. like it's lights out what well we yeah i don't know dude for two years in a row yeah i mean that's the thing about it i mean it's such a small sample size for the rangers but we do have the better goalie at the end of the day jonathan quick is playing incredible hockey right now so i mean I just think that I, I genuinely do think that the Bruins are a better team than the Rangers, at least like for what they're playing right now. The Rangers need to prove more to me. This could just be a run. You never know. But um, I mean, the Bruins have done it, done it two years in a row. How can this be a fluke? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I don't know. I'm surprised that uh, that you weren't so like hyped up about these Rangers right now. They're playing such good hockey. Oh, dude, I love I, I mean, I love them. They're playing incredible right now, obviously. But you know, I mean, look what happened to you guys last year. It doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter about the regular season. You got to see him do it over eighty-two games, and then you got to. Um, but with how stacked the do it East the is, at least in the Atlantic, like I'm just so happy that we're getting points early because it's so competitive. Look at the rest of the league. It's the West that's really taking a hit. It's the Metro that's really taking a hit. But the Atlantic Division, at least, is popping off with points throughout the whole grouping of them. So you got to stack them while you can. Just got to get there, and anything can happen. Huff and Jesse's Penguins picking up a bit, but um, with that, I think we should probably start with some hockey, honestly. Um, keep keep yeah, that soon. Quick. Let's get into the NHL power rankings. Uh, shit, I got to find them. Give me a no, second. No, I got them up right here. The latest you ones. You got them? Yeah, the okay. latest ones, at least, that, that we posted. Hockey, you know, in the NBA, it's not as annual as the NFL. So, 
get those out every once once every other week at least. Um, we got the Bruins at one, the Knights at two, the Rangers at three, the Avs at four, and the Stars at five. I mean, I think the Vancouver Canucks are a team to watch. They're definitely passing up those Stars and probably even the Avs at this moment. You and I both had them last night on, on our cards. Um, who did we have last night in the card? The Canucks. You told them that you said they're going to blow them out, but they did cover. They covered. Yeah, they covered. Wait, I actually fell asleep when it was one nothing. What was the final score? Three to one. Okay, yeah. I mean, dude, at home they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna. Uh, it's not gonna be a close game like that. They like gotta be passing game. up the stars thought, though in our ranking, right? Like they have to. Stars beat the Rangers last night, though. I mean, Stars are still playing really good hockey. They play. They beat them with That's my Western too. Western Conference pick. Stars are really good, but I mean, the Canucks are right there. You know, who's falling out is the Avalanche. I mean, they're taking losses left and right. They lost to the to the Predators last night after blowing a two goal lead. Yeah, it's I mean, like still really, the scariest team out west. I would. Oh, say. you gotta say they're gonna. They're still like no one you want to see in the playoffs or anything. But for right now, who you want to see? I mean, there's teams that you don't want to see before you the Avalanche. Right now. Yeah, who would you rather see though, the Lightning or the Avalanche? I feel like those are the two older teams. I know they beat my Bruins last night in overtime, but uh, both. I'd rather see off. the Lightning. I'd rather yeah. see the Lightning for sure. Yeah, they're, they're kind of falling off as well. Um, we saw the demise of the Washington Capitals come about really this year, and Alexander Ovechkin at least fall off the uh, face of the earth it seems but it's it's funny those pens are fighting back i thought they were dead in the water yeah they were looking pretty bad in the old age you didn't see much much light in the in the forecast but i mean they're playing really good hockey right now yeah Rangers especially got him Sidney crosby too tomorrow Sydney, he's, he's still where do you put him in best players in the world i saw a ranking the other day they had him at right 16 now, it's so no that's that's ridiculous it's so hard to to gauge a player like him because honestly you could say he's the best player in the world still if you really want no i don't think you could but why with smarts and the impact in the game 100 percent, but he's not the best i mean when you have like mcdavid and all of them yeah but i think he's like seven he's, just just he's still a, i was gonna say he's still guessing. a top seven player in the world regardless yeah five to seven what he does out on the ice even with the way that he can't move it like he used to it's incredible how he still impacts the game like he does yeah i've getting malkin really snapping off this year too their goaltending getting a little bit stronger but uh i mean i expect them to be a bubble team anyways but uh i feel like they're gonna yeah exactly right they're they're kind of right where I thought they were going to be at this point in the season. I just didn't expect the uh, the, the streaky team, the streaks that they've been having. For that Metro, though, I, I honestly think the teams out there, just looking at the Canes you always got, I think the Rangers are better than the Devils. I think the Devils are a little bit fraudulent, and people are really starting to believe that, even though they might start turning it on now that they're getting slapped on. Um, yeah, I think the, the Islanders, Devils, Islanders the are Devils so consistent. Are consistently mid. Yeah. But good, but, uh, mid enough to be the eight seed every year and give you a run for your money in the playoffs. Uh, I feel like well, last year they were on, the, they were right outside. But I don't know. I, I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't. I don't think the Islanders they have the goaltending to do it though. Yeah, but that's the only reason that they're even like talked about. Yeah, but they could. I could see them bringing in someone. They brought in who last year? Is it is it Bo Horvat? They brought in. Yeah, Bo. Bo. Yeah, I feel really like they, they could make another move, but uh, I think that's a team. Like I'm, I'm more afraid of them than in the. The Penguins, honestly. Yeah, I'm not really scared of the Penguins at all. No, I don't think so either. I, but we'll see come down the stretch. And then out west, obviously, you have the, the, the Knights out there doing their thing. They're kind of falling. Eh. They're like 0-3-1 or 1-3-1 and in their last five games or something. They're kind of, kind of falling back to life. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's still obviously the cup. cup uh, Favorite? I'm looking for here. No. Um. What? Cup champ. Yeah, the, the reigning champs. champs. Yeah, the yeah, the, so. the current Stanley Cup champions. They're, I guess you could say. 
Yeah, um, they're still there. They're still there. Yeah, but like they're you're right. They're falling off a little bit. Same with the Avalanche. I don't believe in the Canucks too much. I think they'll be a playoff team, but not a top end one. I don't know, man. That roster is good. And Thatcher Demko keeps playing like this. I mean, Philip Perron was the, a great pickup at the deadline last year. Yeah, all those big names. I mean, they're really stepping up. Elias Patterson, top five player in the world. Did you see? Uh, yeah, I, I've I've followed him since he came in. At, even in what what he played in the Swedish leagues or whatever it yeah, was. Swedes. Um, I saw him get drafted. Was on that right away with uh lemon we used to watch his highlights back in the day Howie. yeah and we he kind of snapped off right away and he's kind of growing into himself a bit <clears throat> taking over with good talent around him honestly what about those ducks in a nine and nine 18 games into the season it's a fun team high i just don't think that that sticks around much at all no no way but it's kind of cool to see mason mctavish of... breakouts here though uh-huh, he's playing really well and trevor zegers drop off here which is crazy how they're still putting up the trevor zegers is never that good though I mean, I you I mean, what do you have? 50 no, he's points he's a highlight reel points? though. He's a power yeah, play sure. highlight reel guy for sure. No but defense. I, mean, I, think, I think he got a little pissed about his contract. He said, "Fuck this, I'm yeah. trying." Better players on the team. I like Troy Terry too. Um, Troy Terry's dog. There are other young guys though. That defenseman that's pushing for rookie of the year was it Minitkinov, Pavel Minitkinov. You ever heard of him? I don't know. Yeah, rookie see. this year. <clears throat> I think they have another guy making his NHL debut. That's that's contributing up front name's slipping my mind right now but uh yeah those stars i don't know if you watched last night tyler sagan put in uh the game winning goal shorthanded so i mean they they're just he's he's been hot and that lineup with the young talent they have and then guys like sagan pavelski ben able to still contribute it's it, that's a scary team in my opinion i and i know you you agreed with me last year that ottinger flop in the playoffs was a fluke. yeah for sure i mean two years ago we stood on his head and forced seven games against think the avalanche but i could be wrong um but yeah all good stuff out of the nhl um want to move on to the nfl yeah definitely let's get into the week 12 or you want to go over the power rankings real quick you got them yeah i can go over them i got i got them right here so our, our latest power rankings um the philadelphia eagles coming in at one this is pretty fitting uh the kansas city chiefs at two the san francisco 49ers at three the dallas cowboys at four the baltimore ravens at five was that last week that's last week's do we have our official one for today no I, did you send yeah i did and huff and i had very similar rankings all right well we can just go over these then because i'm probably gonna have like somewhat the same as you guys yeah right. let, 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 let me read it off I'll, I'll let you know what mac i'll let you know what huff said and i'll go with where we differed i'll tell you what we do have the same teams in our in our ranking huff went with the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys, respect the Chiefs and put them at four and then went with the Ravens at five. He did give an honorable mention to the Lions, I think, just because that that is there eight and two. Yeah, you have to give it out. That record's so juicy. But my rankings, I went with the Eagles still up top after beating the Chiefs last week. Um, the Niners coming at two. They look like they're they were balling last week and they look like they were firing on all cylinders. I still have the Chiefs at three because they narrowly lost, should have beat the, the Philadelphia Eagles, that MBS drop. So classic aaron Rodgers was probably laughing watching that i had the the ravens at four um and then <clears throat> your dallas cowboys at five so yeah well, i mean I'm, i'll probably have something right around there i'll put the cowboys up a little i i don't know dude i think chiefs kind of drop out a little this chiefs team is really not that good it's just pat mahomes honestly but so, should they have beaten the eagles last night they should have beaten the eagles because jalen hurts threw for 150 yards zero right? touchdowns defense one interception. is for real steve spagnola's got him fired up Right, but he played terrible. I mean, you have to win that football game if you're Pat Mahomes in Arrowhead. You, the, the opposing quarterback, the MVP favorite, just shit the bed and you still lose that football game. 
I, I don't know. That, I just don't think that, that that Chiefs offense is really not that good. They need better receivers. They really do. They have nothing. They have. Uh, they lead the league in rely. drops. You know how many drops they have this year already? 28. That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's did you watch last we, night? I did. And when, when Travis Kelsey has games like oh. that, you have no one to turn to. That's, so I think Travis Kelsey's age is slowly appearing. I don't know. I think he's a bit distracted. He was in Argentina last year. Yeah, week. that's what I'm saying. But that mixed with him, he's old. Yeah. Like, I mean, but he's got to slow down a little bit at some point. You yeah, know? I mean, but four weeks ago, he looked fine. Three weeks ago, he looked fine. Yeah, but it's a long season. We know that. Yeah, for sure. Chris Jones really making an impact on the other side of the ball. That guy's a nut. Um, but yeah, I feel like MVS got to catch that ball. But that ranking's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, we could throw the Chiefs a little bit lower. I think the Ravens and the Cowboys could actually both beat them. But I don't know. My money's always on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But it's with good. that, I think we can get it's a good argument. this week. Yeah, let's get into this week's slate. Starting starting with uh, Thanksgiving, we have three Thursday night football games. Uh, always love that. We'll start with the 12 o'clock game. 12.30 game, actually. The Detroit Lions play the Green Bay Packers in Detroit. Detroit coming in as a minus seven and a half point favorite. Uh, total sitting at 46 and a half. Um, Ace, where do you lean on this one? Yeah, I mean, which game are we on right here? Packers-Lions. Yeah, I mean, this is a vintage Thanksgiving matchup, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's every year. You have the same teams. Cowboys, Commanders, How excited Packers. are you to sit down on Thursday and watch this game, Mackie? Like, do I nothing am, but eat. Yeah, I am so eat. hyped. Like, oh, always good times. And the Packers and the Lions, it's actually a good matchup this year. Packers coming off of a big win last week over the Chargers, in my opinion, keeping their season alive. Jordan Love coming to life. Um, Aaron Jones is listed as doubtful for this game, so we'll see a heavy dosage of A.J. Dillon, who's... who's been solid at times throughout the year i think no, yeah I, for sure i think that's for gonna sure. be an atd that i'd look at is definitely aj Dillon. um but i think there's gonna be a lot of points yeah i i like points in this one too the lions just kind of sketch me out it's an eight and two team that you really don't look at as an eight and two team um obviously getting blown out to the ravens i forget their other loss but they just don't look that strong last week they kind of snuck one out against the or the uh the bears they had to score two touchdowns that was a good comeback final. Awesome comeback. Thank you, Jared Goff. I actually hit a bet because of that as a parlay. But um, they just don't look as strong as every other team up there. That's why we don't really have them in our top five rankings. As an eight and two team, it's kind of crazy, but it is true. They're not, they're, I don't think they're a top five team. Um, that being said, divisional matchup. I do like the Packers coming off a nice game. I think Jordan Love kind of found his, found his stride last week a little. Um, Lions defense is okay, but I do like a lot of points. Give me the Packers plus seven and a half. Uh, I think I actually might be on the uh, other side though i'd buy the half point and go lions minus seven i think that that dr- that game last week is actually going to be a huge boost to the Lions season you know i haven't been like a lion supporter much this year but they are a good team just not upper echelon because i believe in the defense so much but um yeah i mean jared goff struggling early early picks tough breaks um i was watching a bit of that game first half was kind of kind of iffy for him second half though he turned it up and those are the types of drives you need to win games in the playoffs especially so good that they got one of those under his belt and know that they can do things like that but i just think this yeah. offense will get going um this game's in lambo you said no it's in detroit oh i like that a lot more especially for the for the point side i do like the over here i think it blows up i could see a defensive touchdown i don't know from which team but um i like the over as well 
I, I think the I think the Lions and the over is a good play. Yeah, and um, definitely not going to have Packers on my card. I, I don't really love that team, but I do see a slight edge in this one for plus seven and a half. Um, rolling on to the four thirty game, we got my Dallas Cowboys uh playing the Commanders in AT and T Stadium, Jerry's World. Uh, ten and a half point favorites over under sitting at forty eight and a half. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to absolutely smoke them. I think uh, minus house, seven man. and a half. Yeah, I think minus ten and a half should be good. Um, they're playing really good football right now. They're home. They haven't lost at home this year. They dominate the division. Um, aside from the Eagles a little, but you guys already cheered me for that. They dominate the Commanders year in and year out. Um, yeah, give me the Cowboys minus ten and a half. I like the first half spread too. It's probably going to be sitting around like six. Six and a half, maybe. Uh, Ace, what do you think? I think it's a lot tougher game than you think because these commanders uh, got edged out by the Giants they can't seem to beat last week, so they're going to be pretty frustrated coming into this one. But they were high-flying coming into that game. Um, Sam Howell's up there in passing yards. I think he's in the top three, top two, Sam, maybe. Um, Sam Howell's having an awesome year, but, I mean, going against this defense, I think still young, that, he's still inexperienced. Because they sell sold their defense so much i think you guys are going to put up a ton of points but i wouldn't be surprised if they can cover 10 and a half backdoor cover it i could see like a, a 38 28 win and the only reason being is because 28 points i know i know 28 like, points on the cowboys defense. broken broken deep plays broken deep plays no way man maybe no maybe way. maybe th- ah, they could cover. i could see like i don't think I 28 see. i don't think 28 that'd be backdoor as hell but I could see like twenty seven seventeen. I could see twenty. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Thirty eight twenty. That's what I think. Thirty eight twenty. Yeah, I think that's actually gonna be the score. <laughs> that's that, that's covering. Yeah, I know. I didn't think they were before, but that's the scary thing. They could backdoor it. It's ten and a half. That's such a big spread. Yeah, it is. It's eleven now. It actually just changed. Like if I take eyes. that game, projecting it goes that way, and they do get that. Elam props, <clears throat> take them all. I mean, he's going off every game. Yeah, they're they're trying to showcase him as a true top receiver in the NFL. Um, Tony Pollard got in the end zone last week. And I had that on the card. That was a good play. Yeah, nice hit. Finally, I mean, yeah, I figured he um, would last week because of the team is playing, but uh, I think he might get another one this week. I think there's a ton of points. I think the safest play is the over here, but maybe got a little over parlay action here. Yeah, I know, huh? That seems too good to be true, huh? Yeah, it does seem good, too good to be true, but I feel like that's the case. There's always a lot of points on Thanksgiving games. Think of years wrong. past. I just remember guys like celebrating Christmas, Thanksgiving. That's when they go nuts. All the superstars get in the end zone too. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, big superstar day. Don't overthink it. Yeah, but I think this but, will um, actually be a better game than we think. But I think the Cowboys control it throughout. No, I, I don't think. I, I think you're underrating the Cowboys a little, and you're pretty high in the Cowboys though. Surprised yeah, it's just it's Thanksgiving divisional, divisional, and like Sam Howell is not bad. Yeah, Sam Howell is not bad. At it's all not even that he's not bad because he's gonna throw picks too. I guarantee he has multiple turnovers or fumbles, but he he's gonna run for a decent amount of yards, and he has a big arm. He's gonna hit those passes because they have good receivers on the outside. I don't know how much this is a good test for Darren Blay in this game. Let's see how he does in coverage this week, especially with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel running routes against him. Yeah, I think he'll be all right, but we'll see. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like him. I think he's good too. But this, he's good, man. He's no, it's a really good matchup to watch, though. He's been kind of weak in the past seasons, but he's having a really good year. So hopefully, these Cowboys can just keep it rolling. Yeah, and we got but, one um, more on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, eight twenty game. We have a D- NFC West divisional matchup. Forty ers are heading to Seattle. 
Um, they're heading there as six and a half point favorites, and the over under sitting at forty three and a half. Niners going coming into Seattle, uh, sitting at seven and three. Seattle six and four. A uh, big game for both teams, and the road team is coming in six and a half point favorites. What do you think, Ace? What, what's so it's a six and a half point spread? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of points in a divisional matchup on the road, man. I get it's crazy. I will guarantee that this might be my parlay leg because it probably will be like what minus two Niners, Niners plus a half point. Oh, I was just gonna go Niners money line. Um, probably like two fifty, maybe two ninety five. You gotta get the teaser option. You get Niners plus a half point, plus a half point, and under fifty. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying for our for our weekly parlay. You know how we're doing Thanksgiving parlay. Oh, oh, oh. Is that what it's gonna be? Minus two ninety, not bad. No, I there's like a lot it. of other I stuff like, like tra- CMC is definitely scoring this week. Um, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, dude, they force feed him on the goal line. Like, they want him to yeah, score so bad. They do. Um, through the air and on the ground. But I think they're high flying right now. I think the Seahawks can keep it a close matchup because their offense is pretty decent. But I think Brock Purdy has his way. Everybody's healthy on that side of the ball. Kittle looks great. Um, Ayuk looks great. Sammy looks great. Purdy looks like a top-notch quarterback, and you know you have Christian McCaffrey. So, with that coaching staff, that defense, Fred Warner is one of the best players in the league. Um, I mean Chase Young and Nick Bosa—they're going to be showcasing. Geno Smith might get killed again, like he did last week against Aaron Donald. Is he even playing? No, I don't think he is. That's why it's a six and a half point spread. Okay, I don't think Geno is playing. Um. Last report I saw was Pete Carroll. Let me look right oh, now. Man. That's important because if he's he not didn't playing, practice. I'm slaying six and a half. Man. He didn't practice Monday. Yeah, look up, look look that up. Yeah, Niners are playing great football. Brennan Ayuk absolutely. Uh, him and Brock Purdy just have a crazy connection going. You know, Smith but, is questionable. I mean, no. He didn't practice. He didn't practice. Yeah. Even if he's I healthy, know, I like I games like in two days. I like games in two days. No, he's gonna play because he came back into that game. He's going to play. But, um, yeah, I like the Niners minus six and a half either way. I forgot about that injury. That's massive. I, I think they crush them. But, if Gino's you know, healthy, I do like to see. I like the Seahawks. I like them plus the points at home. I mean, it, it does it does kind of seem like a trap. But but I, I think the, the, Niners, the, the, the Niners are cementing that this is their division. Forget the yeah, 12th they'll kind of pull away. They'll, they'll kind of pull away there. Eight and three, six and five. Yeah. You're not Seahawks aren't back there that's the way i project this division to go anyways i don't think the niners lose more than four games this year and i don't think this is one of the ones they lose but yeah, yeah i think this is a great Fair this enough. is actually a great thanksgiving slate honestly yeah i do kind of like it all divisional matchups too all good, good teams think about how many playoff teams we're seeing on thanksgiving all right now we got a friday night game i don't know or no it's not even friday night it's friday day um day after thanksgiving we have Miami Dolphins going to New York Jets in the in the Meadowlands. Um, Miami Dolphins going as ten point favorites. Total sitting at forty one and a half. Uh, Tim Boyle this week for the New York Jets. I lean Miami. It's a divisional matchup though, so it's kind of tough. Got to go into the Meadowlands. Uh, weird primetime game. Ten points may be too much. It's a sketchy situation. I don't know, but Miami likes to blow up teams like this. Um, I don't know. I like I like I like the over forty one and a half. Ace, what do you think? Yeah, I think um, I think this is a pretty good matchup. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a big game. I know he was limited last week. It looks like he's injured. But in a primetime spot, I'm calling this a primetime slot, aren't you? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's the only game on. Yeah, he's going up against Sauce Gardner. I think that's going to be a great matchup. We saw last week Sauce get frustrated covering Diggs. Now he gets to try and cover Tyreek. 
and I don't think he's going to shadow him anyways because they have Waddle. But uh, they force feed that guy the ball, and he's going for offensive player of the year. Tyreek Hill prop. Maybe have his catch prop on my card, honestly, but I don't see any chance Tim Boyle gets the, the ball rolling against the Miami Dolphins. Miami's defense kind of weak, though. I mean, if you're going to get it rolling against any team, this could be a good team to get it rolling against. What are they going to do? It's going to be the ground game. Yeah, Brees Hall will have a great game, but it's why be would slow, you? Slow why why even take Zach Wilson out after all of that if you're just going to run the ball the entire game? I think they're going to have a nice game plan for him. I think he has a chance to sling the ball as long as you don't turn the ball over three times in the first half. Then you know they could have a good chance, dude. I don't if know. they had a better I, backup, I like, I'd be more inclined. Yeah, obviously not safe option, but I like I like points here. I think Miami's obviously going to get theirs even against a good Jets defense, but I think. I think we're going to see Tim Boyle slinging that football on Friday. Yeah, I think um, I think that the Dolphins are going to win this one for sure. What's the line yeah. on this one again? 10. 10. I don't know. It's tough because it's divisional. That defense is I like, legit. I like the plus 10, dude. I do. You think that they? You don't think that the Dolphins will be high-flying, though? I think they will, but the Jets still have a really good defense. A chain's going to be out. That guy's a dud, huh? People are so high on him last week. Raheem Mostert. Dude, that's something none of us have carded all years. Raheem Mostert getting the end zone, and he scores every week. I feel like I just don't watch Dolphins games, to be honest. If I do, they're throwing the ball every time, but every time they score, it's Mostert. Mostert or Tyreek Hill. Mostert gets in a lot, dude. Does he lead the league? Uh, CMC's up there, too. I mean, let me yeah. look. Well, Mostert was hurt, so I bet you it's CMC. Mostert, 11. Gus Edwards, 10. CMC, Jalen Hurts, they. Right, we both have nine, Dave Montgomery. Yeah. See, I mean, those are two yeah, guys. Josh Edwards, I have him on the card a good bit. Terry Kill has nine receiving touchdowns. Josh Allen has 22 touchdowns, leads the league. Interesting. All right, well, let's get on to the next one. Um, I think that's another good game, though, in the prime time, that divisional matchup. Uh, definitely tune into our social media. We'll have uh, we'll have that one out there for you. We'll record we'll a little place for that one for yeah. sure. We'll have a little video segment out there on the uh, social media internet for people to listen to. So let's get into this one o'clock slate. We have a good matchup here. Jaguars heading to Houston Texans, coming in as two point favorites. Uh, Jags are two point favorites going to Houston. Total sitting at forty eight and a half. Big divisional matchup here. Jaguars sitting at seven and three. Houston Texans six and four. Nobody thought the Houston Texans were going to be here. CJ Stroud playing incredible. Um, in Houston, what do you think, Ace? What do you think is taking this one? I think this is a great matchup. I'm so high on both of these quarterbacks. It's tough. I have them in fantasy too. I have Stroud. I just traded for, and I have Trevor Lawrence. Started Stroud last week, and Trevor Lawrence had the best game of the season. Um, big rushing day, and he was connected with Calvin Ridley. I think they had two. Ridley was over a hundred. Um, so they're both flying high going into this one. I see a ton of points from both sides. Um, I know that Jaguars defense is much stronger than Houston's. Houston was getting worked by Arizona last week and uh, didn't really have an answer for it. And all the turnovers by Stroud, I feel like he might get another one this week, get the bug going a little bit more. But I think he still throws for a lot of yards and touchdowns. My favorite play here, I like the over. I'm never high on points. I never card points a lot. But this week, I'm high on the over, over picks. I think there's a lot of shootouts here with some good quarterback match we've gone through so far yeah i'm with you on the over here too i actually do like a lot of points even though it's divisional uh ro- there's a road favorite it kind of goes against everything every over but i do like a lot of points here um cj stroud is going to bounce back he's going to get his 
Um, he's going to be swinging that football. He's probably going to throw for 300 plus yards. Um, and Texans defense isn't that good. So I think Trevor Lawrence coming off probably his best week of the year, going to have another great week. He's really getting into the swing of things. Last year, we saw the same exact time. He kind of got into the swing of things. I think they were sitting up maybe like four and six. They went on like a five-game win streak, ended up taking over that division from the Tennessee Titans. But um, this is going to be vintage Trevor Lawrence. I think I think they're going to squeak this one out as well. I think they're going to cover the two points, probably win by a field goal. But a lot of points here. I think C.J. Stroud is going to make a big statement that he's not really going anywhere in this game. No, I don't think so either. I think he's in the MVP conversation still, even after a dud last week and a lot of turnovers. I think it's hurts Lamar and then him. But, uh, yeah, I'm just surprised they couldn't beat Kyler Murray. Maybe it's more of a testament to him. Um, but, yeah, these... these they first, beat him. Yeah. It, but they didn't cover. That's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Where the over didn't hit, that's what it was. Yeah, it was... They, it wasn't It wasn't how the Texans have been playing all year. They shouldn't have beat them, I guess. More of right. a bigger statement. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think the Jaguars own the division, but the Texans hang around in that wild card hunt. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I got the Jags this week. Else. What about you? Yeah, I got the Jags as well. I definitely think the Jags win this one. I think they kind of just proved that maybe next year, but no, this, this you one's them covering? Year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would go with Travis Etienne touchdown too. He's been scoring a lot lately. Texans are a very good home team though, sitting at four and one. Jags are four and zero on the road as well. So, um, both teams kind of. What about the emergence well. of Devin Singletary too? Damian Pierce, who are you? I mean, Singletary scored again last week. Damian Pierce got injured, and you know they kind of just lost Devin he, Singletary. He, was, he was started thing. slow though the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of been off this year. Not the same as last year, of course. No, no. They don't have a true run game, and Singletary fits their uh, offensive model a bit more. Tank Dell. That guy's electric, huh? Yeah, he's kind of fun to watch. This this Texans offense is really fun to watch. You get to see a lot of new names that you haven't seen in the league um, kind of all ball out. Mixed with some vets like Schultz and Woods as well. Schultz, Schultz having a good year, man. Yeah, he's solid tight end. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about yeah, the defense covering Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, I, I think it's a field day for Trevor Lawrence. But, um, yeah, let's get into this next one. We got the Steelers heading to Cincinnati uh, to play the Bengals, coming in as one-point favorites. Um, Bengals obviously not having Joe Burrow. I think it's still Browning at the at, uh, throwing the football yeah. for them. Total sitting at 34.5. Last week, I think it was 32.5 between the Steelers and the Browns. Now the Steelers have another low low total. But after firing their, their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, you think Kenny Pickett slings the football this week? What do you like here, Ace? Oh, I don't know. Is it the case of the backup quarterback that's going to be the demise of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, don't tell me that. The, what's his name? Dorian Thompson Robinson. Dorian Thompson Robinson last week. Dude, crying Steelers on the sidelines because he beat the Steelers barely by the skin of his teeth. Um, I don't know. The, what do you think? Is the Bengals offense better than that Browns offense? The current one, the exact yeah, one. yeah, I think yeah. So. I think it is, but the defense is way worse. It's going to give Kenny Pickett a lot more opportunities to score mm. the football. The Browns' point. defense is really good. Everyone knew that game was going to be really low scoring. All defense, it's exactly what it was. I think this game can be broken open a little more, but I can see that Bengals' offense also get going. I like the Steelers here. I don't think they're going to drop both of them back to back to uh, back backup up. quarterbacks, but um, Steelers still sitting at six and four. You still have Mike Tomlin as your head coach. He knows how to win football games. Uh, I think. Kenny Pickett's going to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants to do this week. I think after firing Matt Canada, Mike Tomlin's going to be like, listen, like, is that you got to see thing? what you're actually... I know. I see that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing, but maybe look at his yards over, maybe an interception. I mean, you yeah. got to look at both sides of everything, but 
I do like the Steelers are going to win this week and kind of uh, keep keep that pace going. So that seven four six and five kind of kind of got something to worry about, that's especially a, when the Bengals will be sitting at six and five as well. That's a good take on the Kenny Pickett situation, especially with Matt Canna being fired. Um, I think that Jalen Warren is really just the centerpiece of this offense right now. Exploded again last week. He's been on fire for three weeks in a row. I should have carded his stuff. I, I said it in the chat, but um, yeah, that that guy's playing great football, and he's actually opening up holes for Najee Harris too. So they kind of had that two-headed monster that they were looking for um, out of the backfield. And if they can get that going, then it might be a tough day for the Bengals. I'm definitely not taking a side. I think the Steelers win this one. I honestly do. But um, that that Bengals defense, you guys told me about it a few weeks ago. I watched them against the Ravens. They do have some playmakers on defense too, though. So. If if Kenny Pickett can't figure it out with a Matt Canada, then this this could be it for him. He's in that final yeah, year, sure. like Mac Jones. It's like, are you the guy? Yeah, Steelers need to make the playoffs this year. If they don't, I mean, that defense is just too good. They've brought them this far. They've literally got them probably five or their six wins. Uh, get in the playoffs, or you you gotta you gotta find the boot, man. I mean, if they lose this think, game, how's their season look for the rest of the year? Do you think they they kind of have a weak schedule? That's the only thing. So you, say you lose this game, you're sitting at six and five. You play at home to the Cardinals. That's a win. Mm. At home to the Patriots. It's a win. The Cardinals are at bad. home with, with to Ky- the Cardinals. Well, you have no respect for Kyler Murray, but they I are. Hate, I, Cardinals are not good, regardless. I don't care if, if Pat Mahomes is playing for them. They're still a 500 team. Yeah. No, I, I like. Uh, they're not a 500 team. They're way below that. For Pat Mahomes, I don't know. They may be. A, oh, be oh, a, you're saying with Pat Mahomes? Yeah, they're probably a 500 team. Yeah. 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 That's a, but no, I don't, I, I don't Kyler think Kyler looks good. I don't. Th- I also don't think he's that good. He does. He does look decent, but I don't know. I he looks a little better than I expected him to look, but he's still. He's not. It's not like he's a top five quarterback. He's coming into the worst team in the league. I don't think he can do more than what Josh Jobs did. No, no, there's not much you can do. But he's gonna play good football and keep them competitive and put points on the but, board. But I like the Steelers at home in that future matchup. But yeah, I mean. The Steelers are the and team then, that could beat everybody and lose to everybody. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to anybody. Steelers finished their season in Seattle in Baltimore. They oh. better. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have nine, ten wins before week seventeen. How many wins do you think gets you into the AFC playoffs this year? As the last I guy, I think you need it. I think you need at least ten. You think? I think you can have ten. I think you can have ten and still not even make it. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's tough. I think it's a tall. Yeah, order. maybe not, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe you. Ten wins might solidify a spot. I think so too. It's gonna be a fight for ten wins. They'd have to go four and three the rest of the way. Who's who's in the hunt with them right now? The Chargers, the Bills. Chargers, see, they're they're Chargers kind of falling off. What, was it, what are they? Chargers are down there. You got the Bills sitting at six and five. They're right outside. Uh, Texans six and four. They're in. Colts five and five. Broncos five and five. Broncos four game winning streak. Do not count them out. I had them finishing the season ten and seven. I lost all hope. This team is fucking good again. But um, five and five. Bengals five and five. They're kind of out. Raiders five and six. I'd say they're out as well. Mm. Then you have the Chargers four and six, who are obviously still in, but looking on the outside. So who are the top? Who are the who the, who are the top three and who are the first two out? For Wild Browns, Texans, Steelers, top three, and then Bills are six and five. Colts are five. And, there's like three teams that are five and five. Oh, so really only the Bills are the two, true team to knock them out. I mean, Steelers are six and four. Texans are six and four. Every the other teams are five and five. I think the Broncos are better than the Steelers, and I don't think I'd ever say that because I don't think the Broncos are good at all. 
I think the Broncos are better than I mean, dude, the Steelers. The Steelers team, defense man, I mean, is disgusting. Everybody says every week, how does this team keep finding ways to win football games? Because they're really not a good football team. They're just Mike Tomlin, that defense, they're just defense finding ways to win. TJ Watt. They play they play their style of football. That's why they win football games. Yeah, that's why I'm not I'm kind of curious of why they switched it up, but they had to with that guy. All right. But um enough about the Steelers. Let's get into this next one. What's going on, everybody? Jesse from Hit the Books here. I want to tell you a little bit about Zencaster. We use Zencaster because it's the best solution for us to record our episodes each week with four of us in different locations. Coordination is hard, and Zencaster makes that easy. Like I said, it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Just log in with your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups. Ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster's an all-in-one platform. If you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create a podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major destinations. If you're interested, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our code, hit the books, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same experience, easy experience we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Make sure to use our link in the description below or our offer code, hit the books at Zencaster.com slash pricing for 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Uh, Panthers going to Tennessee, Tennessee three and a half point favorite over under sitting at 36 and a half. Haven't seen Malik Willis do a lot recently. You have Bryce Young on the other side. I like the under here, 36 and a half. I know it's really low. Wait, where's Will Levis? Two... What about Will Levis? He's not playing quarterback? He is. You just said Malik Willis. I'm such an idiot. Come on, they got Freddie. In, they got Freddie. Oh, I, no, game. I wouldn't have been surprised if you they were starting Malik Willis for some reason. I would have been like, oh, no. No, Will Levis. Will Levis hasn't looked the same the last few weeks. Bryce Young, other side. I don't think either quarterback's really going to get anything going in this game. Titans have a pretty good defense as well, and Panthers is a good slouch. Um, I like the under 36.5. I guess I lean Titans minus 3.5, but I don't know. What do you think, Ace? I think that Will Levis has a big day. I think he tells the NFL, I should have been drafted higher than Bryce Young. Remember that on draft day? He was like a consideration for a top one, top three, top five pick. And he fell out of the first round, right? Yeah, I don't know what he ended up going, but... I think he went in the second round. I think okay. he went in the second round of the Titans. But uh, I think he, he has that strong arm. And he's, he has a great matchup this week to put up points. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be good to go. Um, hopefully, they got Traylon Burks back. But they got Ty J. Spares. Derek Henry's going to have to bounce back. He screwed us over last week. Um, he has to have a bounce back week. I think they the whole team will against the Panthers. It could be close as we get a rookie quarterback duel. I don't expect a lot of points. Um, I think it could stay under, but I think there's a lot of yards under Will Levis's arm this week. I'd look at his passing prop. You think it's too scary of an under to take 36 and a half? Yeah, I do. I think, eh, I don't know. I don't know. The Panthers aren't very good at scoring. That's the thing. I have no faith no, in the Panthers not. at all. I just think that I like the, the I like the Titans to win this game and cover. Yeah, I guess I'm with you on that one. I like the Titans minus three and a half. But I think Will Levis throws for a lot of air yards. I think he puts up over 250. We'll see. All right, next game. Saints going to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Falcons coming in at minus one. Over under sitting at 42 and a half. This is also a pretty big game. Um, Saints leading the division, sitting at five and five. Falcons right outside, four and six. 
in Atlanta. So Atlanta kind of needs this win. They need to win this one at home, sitting on the outside of that division right now. Um, what do you think, Harris? If it's in Atlanta, does that mean they have Desmond Ritter playing or no? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they should just because he wins at home. Let's see what it says. Taylor Heineke is questionable, though. He's confirmed as the starter this week. Taylor Heineke is? No, Desmond Ritter. Wow. What about Derek Carr? Because Derek Carr is questionable with a concussion. Uh, let me check that real quick. Is that Jameis? Following concussion protocol. Um, he may need Michael Thomas out also. He's in the IR with a knee injury. And he has to get clearance from an independent neurologist and at least one practice. I don't care if it's Jameis Winston. That's more of a revenge game. I wouldn't mind seeing Winston versus Ritter. And I do think the Saints win this game because they're the better team. It does scare me that Desmond Ritter starting, though, because he hates losing at home in his career. And I know that shouldn't mean much because he's not very good at all. He doesn't impact the game positively. But the stats do back it up. So I don't know if I'll make a play on this game with Ritter at the helm, but uh, I do think the Saints definitely win this one. Yeah, I agree. Ritter's I think the starting. Saints win this one. I see a big game from the running backs here. Alvin Kamara have a big game. B. John Robinson maybe to have a big game. See some if Tyler Irish. You got to give Yeah, they just got to give him more action. But um, I think Alvin Kamara has a, has a big game. I think the Saints win this one. Alvin sure. Kamara is great. He loves turning up near the holidays too. You remember him on Ridiculous. Christmas last year yep. holding up the six? Four, yeah, was that six game, six touchdowns that yeah, game? Yeah, Ridiculous. with the elf cleats. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to start turning it up. He's kind of one of the most slept-on running backs. I've been seeing that in the media. I don't think he's slept on at all. I think everybody I think he's, knows I a superstar. Know, but people kind of he's, wrote him off a little bit. He's a th- he's easily a top three running back, and I don't think he's looked at as a top three. He's just a receiver is all. That's why. Mm, yeah, I guess. It doesn't matter. No, it Christian doesn't. doesn't no, makes no. Christian McCaffrey that much better, too. No, I agree. He's, he's great, and uh, I'm a big... AK fan, that might be a play of the day. Is a isn't anytime touchdown there, but I think po- points are hard to come by. I love the under in this one. Yeah, love the under. Agreed. Big divisional matchup, and I think that the like I said with the Niners cementing their division, the Saints cement that they're at least better than the Falcons, and I think they cement themselves as the division favorites. Yeah, for sure. With that win, they definitely will be up there. But um, all right, under the next one, we got the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are also in that division, kind of fighting for a top spot. Tampa Bay Bucks going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Colts sitting at minus two and a half, over under forty three and a half. Uh, Baker on the road, coming off a loss. I think he's been kind of. I think he's been one and four in his last five. Bucks not playing the best football. Going on the road. What do you think, Ace? Yeah, I mean, like you said, that Bucks team is so weird. I'm just trying to look at their record real quick. They're four and six as well. I think they do win this week. I think the the Colts are kind of overachieving. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're coming off of a bye week though. Colts. Yeah. Colts are Bucks coming off a, t- a pretty good performance against the Niners, lost 27-13. I know, and I think that Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, that guy, what's his name, Trey Palmer, the receiver, yeah. he looks great too. Baker Mayfield loves throwing Tim. Kate Otten coming to life. Rashad White, I think he leads the league in missed tackles, like forced. That guy's insane. He scored again last week with a broken play. Um, I think they get right and win this one against the Colts. I think they put up a lot of points. I see a big day from Baker in this one. Um, Definitely connected with Mike Colts Evans are, for a touchdown. The Colts are a good team, too. I think there's points uh, in this game, though. But the I was Colts say the opposite. I don't really think the Colts are that good. No, they're not, but they're playing they well. Yeah, yeah. They're, they find ways to win some football games. Weak schedule as well, but... They're going to get cr- crushed by the Bucks defense, I think, this week. Their run game is their life, and it's going to get stymied by I, that front seven. I think the Bucks at plus money here is actually a very good value play. I like the Bucks as well. I'm with you on that one. I just I overlooked the Colts a lot. Gardner Minshew still at home. I don't really like Gardner Minshew as well. Um, Bucks defense been playing really well. We saw it last week. I mean, you hold 
I mean, 27 points is 27 points, but it's the Niners kept it close. Um, I like them here. I think the, I think the Bucks at plus money is a good value play. Wait, I gotta say, Levante David is questionable. Oh, I thought he was headed for MRI, sprained groin. All right, I hope he's playing because he's actually important. But I think they can shut down that run game of Taylor Moss and make it tough. I know guys like Josh Downs and um, Michael Pittman Jr. have been having good seasons, but with like you said, it's Minshew. I think that defense <laughs> is strong. Um, I know they're at home, <coughs> but they're in a dome, so. I like Mike Evans to score, and I like the Bucks to win this one to get back to five and six and get back in that race with those Saints. Yeah, I like Mike Evans to have a big game as well. Uh, Cole's kind of just waiting for Anthony Richardson to get back at this point. But um, going on to the next game, we got Aces Patriots coming going into MetLife. Uh, three point favorites going into MetLife. Patriots are total sitting at thirty three and a half. Ace, your Patriots sitting at two and eight right now. You need a win. Do you want to win? What's going on here? I don't even know the answer to that question. I I know that it's nice that the Giants won last week to afford us with a win, um, but this is this is pretty much a snooze fest. A lot of injuries on both sides. Patriots coming off a bye. Is Mac Jones playing? They they haven't even there. There's no. What I get the update today? Bill Belichick mute on starting quarterback. He's pulling a Nick Saban and just running out in the field with the, with his starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be Mac Jones. I would start Mac Jones. I don't know why I would. I don't. I can't believe they pulled him in their last game. He played in London on that last drive. That makes no sense to me. Like live and die by it. He got you down to the five yard line. He threw a bad pick at the five, but at least he got you there. Um, more of a, I feel like it was more of a statement. How do you really need to take a quarterback out in the final two minutes of a game? I mean. Yeah. What is Bills really doing there? I don't know. I think we. I'm, I. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Mac play this game. Yeah, I don't know. They come. They're coming off a bye week, though. You know, like they could just reset everything. Um, be like, all right, you're right. Let's just reset second half of the seasons here. Like, let's try this again. And um, yeah, I. I think they win this week. That's just me as a fan. The Giants are really <laughs> weak too. I don't think Tommy DeVito is very good. That's one thing that you have to keep in mind. I know that a lot of Bill Belichick's been bad. A lot of hate on him, but. He does well against rookie quarterbacks, especially no-name rookie quarterbacks. Um, I, I don't see a guy like Tommy DeVito beating a Bill Belichick defense, honestly. Yeah, I think it'll be really tough for Tommy DeVito to find a win here, obviously playing against a uh, Bill Belichick-led defense. Um, I predict a Patriots ta- win if Mac Jones starts, but if he doesn't, then I don't think they have any chance. If he doesn't, the- they're throwing in the towel. I'm going to go with the over 33 and a half here. I think we're going to see some sneaky points, maybe some turnovers. Some Good running play. backs, too. Yeah, exactly. We could see a Saquon 80-yard touchdown or something. So, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Tommy DeVito's we'll a rushing prop here. is something interesting to look at, too. That guy runs a lot. I like him. I like I like seeing him succeed. That was a cool game last week. Um, if they're letting him sling the football like that, I mean, maybe they have a chance here. Maybe they can win another football game. What's the line That'd on that cool. one? Uh, Patriots minus three, over under thirty three and a half. Oh, they have no clue how this game's gonna go. The Vegas, no, no, they're kind of just they're like saying what I'm saying, like oh, Belichick versus a rookie QB minus three. Yeah. They're not good at all. Terrible yeah, game. All right, move on to the next one. Yeah, that'll that'll conclude our one o'clock slate. Moving on to the four o'clock slate. First game, we have the Browns heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Broncos coming in as two and a half point favorites. Over under sitting at 34 and a half. Broncos on a four game heater. Started one and five. They're sitting at five and five now. Two big wins against one against Josh Allen, one against Pat Mahomes. 
Um, who'd they beat? They beat Josh Dobbs and the Vikings on Sunday Night Football this week. Uh, Russell Wilson just finding ways to play to to win football games. This defense, after getting hung by seventy points, um, playing some pretty good football, locking up the best. So, um, I'm on the Broncos here. I like the Broncos minus two and a half. I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. I think the defense is going to step up big time. But this Browns defense is what it is, and I think this Broncos offense is going to have a really tough time. But um, yeah, I one think thing, Russell. One thing I I'm, think he finds. Yeah, I, I, I just want to cut in with way. this real quick. I want to ask you a question, then you can get back to your point. You were talking about schedules earlier. Listen yeah. to this Broncos schedule down the stretch. Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions. Those are tough games, like maybe, but they're all winnable. Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions. Then it goes Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. They could win or lose all of those games. Literally win. Yeah, exactly. I could see them winning every single one or losing every single one. Broncos team's still unpredictable, but I think they get a win here against Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, I, no, I don't think he gets another win here. The Browns got to fall back to earth. But maybe the thing is, it's like a Steelers thing. It's like their defense is so good, they're going to win the game regardless. Like, you were the one that sold me on this defense, and that might be the reason that I like them this week. But they're on the road at mile high, but I like the Browns as dogs. Maybe you just take a tease with the Browns. Maybe Huff does his crazy teaser. Was it like 10 points with four teams? Yeah. Imagine getting like 13 points for the Browns in this game. Yeah, 13, or, or even like uh, under 45. Yeah. Like, I think like, I think on. that defense keeps it close, at least. The Browns have to, right? Like, they're, they're a playoff team. Like, they're going to be in the playoffs, I think. I think the Browns are going to be in the playoffs this year with a backup quarterback. Seven and three. Yeah, like, they, they should with that defense, though. Um, I think the Steelers won't, and I think they will, just because of the way they sit right now. That win last week was insane. Um. I think this defense is playing to get to the playoffs, and I think they, they, they're going to win. I might be taking the Browns on the money line here on the card this week, but the Broncos are playing good football. Oof, tough game here. If the Browns win this week, I think they locked in a playoff spot. Oh, easily. They still get to play the Jets. They still get to play the Bears. You get to play the uh, the Bengals with no Joe Burrow. I think that they they still win 11 games. They could also lose every game, too. I don't see this defense going on that drive but but um yeah that, that's the first four o'clock game now we got the next four o'clock game um rams heading to arizona to play the cardinals we gotta pick them here actually the rams are minus 0. 0.5 um over under sitting at 44 and a half what do you think here Ace? my you favorite play NFC is the West over 44 and a half i'm gonna stick with my overs trend this week I think both quarterbacks are good. Like Stafford and Murray, they have great receivers on the outside. They like to play fast. They don't like to run the ball very much. Um, two weak defenses. Yeah, two weak defenses. Nothing to play for except for beating each other. That's the thing, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like the divisional matchup, two teams that don't like each other. Two quarterbacks are trying to prove they're healthy and still valid in this league as they look to get ready for next year. Um, I expect a lot of points. That's my favorite point on this one. I think it could be a fun watch, but... Not much meaning towards playoffs, but go with that over. Yeah, I like the over as well. I think the Rams actually do win this one, but it's sketchy. I mean, Rams coming off a nice win at home, divisional matchup against the Seahawks, uh, come from behind win, and now they're going to Arizona, sitting at Arizona sitting at two and nine. Your half point favorite. I just think it's a little sketchy, so I'm probably gonna stay away from it. But um, I like the points definitely. I think Kyler Murray can have a good game against a pretty weak defense. Got to run away from ninety nine. You know in the 4 o'clock, you're going to see Scott Hansen yelling about long touchdowns in that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whether it's Cooper Cup or 
Hollywood or Rondale Moore. James Conner, 80-yard touchdown. I like Rondale Moore. That guy's kind of flew on to the scene. Yeah, he scored that first touchdown last week. It was yeah. a nice deep ball. Yeah, it's prime Kyler. Least important um, game of this slate, though, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. We got, we got a good game coming up right here. Um, starting the 425 slate, we have the Bills heading to Philadelphia. Philadelphia with another tough game. In the link this time, Eagles three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over under 48-and-a-half. I... I hate to say it, but I love the Eagles here. I think it could actually be kind of a too kind good of a to be true. I, I three and a half, kind of. I think they should be probably more around four and a half, maybe five even. But the Eagles team's playing so good; they find ways to win every single week. The Bills team is not who they are at home on the road. They suck on the road, is what I meant to say. Um, we're not going. We're going to see turnovers from Josh Allen at least one, probably two or three. Um, I I don't know. I think Jalen Hurts wins football games at home, and this is not a big enough spread. For Teams. Bills are still overrated, I guess. Yeah. Give me the Eagles minus three and a half. Why does it scare me to take the Eagles? I would buy the half point for sure. Why would it why does it scare me to take the Eagles minus three though at home against the Bills? The Bills are still so good. It's it's like oh yeah, they're not, man. I know, they're but not. they have all of that talent. It's scary. Um you would think there'd be points, but I think points are gonna be hard to come by. I think the ground game gets going for Philadelphia, but I think Jalen Hurts's limited passing yards is gonna show once again. I really do. Um Von Miller's back in the lineup for the for the Bills too. This is gonna be the prime time game of the slate. I think Tony Romo will probably be on the call. America's game of the week. So I think it's gonna be low scoring. I think there's gonna be close throughout, close game throughout. I think in this one, I could see like a, a twenty to seventeen win. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna have a play on this one. Sadly, uh, I this is gonna be a great game I, though. I think if it's that close, I think the Bills find a way to fit. Uh, pull this one out, but I think I I really do think the Eagles win by by seven to ten points. I think either team could win this game. I don't know. I think yeah, how how cool would that be if Josh Allen just turned around with all this slander going on about him and just won this the football Eagles. game? Yeah, I think he could too. Like he definitely could. We could see it for sure. We could see it, but I just I mean he hasn't been playing like that like that Josh Allen. So I probably won't, I'm not going to predict it this game. The Eagles minus three so bad. Yeah, I probably will to be honest. Even though I fucking hate the. And you're going to be pissed at yourself when they lose. Dude, they win football games. They do. They find ways to win. This will be a great week. one to watch. So we'll have this on our TVs on Sunday before we get into this last one that you're about to For sure. Last 4 o'clock game, 425 actually. We have the Chiefs going to Las Vegas. Chiefs are nine-point favorites in Las Vegas. Total total sitting at 43.5. Divisional matchup here. I think the Chiefs kind of run this division. They definitely run this division. Probably going to go 6 0 in this division. I think it's an easy win for them. Good teaser opportunity. I like Chiefs minus two or three, maybe two and a half if you can get it. Um, under 50, I think it would sit at under 50 and a half. Um, I like the under. It's, it's a divisional matchup. Road, road team's a big favorite. And I think the Chiefs definitely find a way to win this football game. So um, that's my play on this one, Ace. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I forgot there was, I forgot this one was in the um, four o'clock slate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. No, this is this is actually a pretty good matchup. But I think the Chiefs roll here. Um, they're only minus nine. That's tough line of divisional game. But I think Patrick Mahomes is a huge batch bounce back week. I think Travis Kelsey does too. The whole receiving core get right game for them. Maybe a Chiefs team total over because that defense is so weak for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I do think Josh Jacobs could score. But look at what that Chiefs defense has been doing lately. It's led by Chris Jones. They have Legereus Sneed and a bunch of other young guys on that side of the ball um, that are stepping up and 
Drew Tranquil looked good last night. I know they lost to the Eagles, but the Eagles are a top team in the power rankings, and they lost by the skin of their teeth. So I think they get get right back to it and kind of slaughter the Las Vegas Raiders a little brother them once they like they always do. Yeah, big game or big spot for Pat Mahomes to just go out there and just be the best Chalk. quarterback in the world. Like yeah, he is so get back on page with Travis Kelsey. Um, I like that Chiefs team total under. I think this is a huge game Over. for the Chiefs to get back on it. Seven and three, you got to get to eight and three. Put a lock on this division. I think but, Patrick um, Mahomes is going to be airing it out a ton this week. They're going to be catching the ball against a weak defense on a lesser stage. It's not Monday Night Football against the best team in the league where it's hard to get open. And I think that Patrick Mahomes sits back and throws the ball. He was running a lot last week. He can do it, but when he's playing his best football, he's slinging it. Yeah, exactly. All right, getting into this Sunday Night Football game. kind of We got a good one here. We got the Baltimore matchup. Ravens going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Ravens coming in as three and a half point favorites, total sitting at forty six and a half. Two teams that I just don't bet on, but I got I mean the Ravens are just really good. I you gotta assume that this is just another game where the Ravens go in and Justin Herbert cannot get it done in the end. Three and a half point spread though. Gotta keep an eye on that one. It's a little sketchy. I kinda like the Chargers plus the three and a half, maybe plus four, but I, I can only if you want to take the Ravens in a in a money line in a parlay, I think that's probably the smartest move. Um, Chargers are going to do what they do best, play really good football until it actually matters. Last two drives, last three drives, and then they're going to shit the bed. So um, that's my play, Ravens money line in a parlay. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a good matchup, a potential playoff preview. I could see Herbert and the boys winning this one to that way set up the potential playoff preview with the Ravens at the two and the Chargers at the seven. But I don't know. I mean, Austin Eckler, he's been stymied lately. He cost them the game on the goal line. I had the Chargers in ahead. Eckler's score, he costed me that. But um, I think Roquan Smith is going to make it tough for him to do some good football this week. Once again, all the receiver injuries, Quentin Johnson failing to step up to the plate. Um, I think a huge loss for the Ravens is Mark Andrews not being in the lineup anymore. I doesn't. I don't think that it affects their regular season outlook. They're still going to make the playoffs and win the division. But I think it affects their chances of winning the Super Bowl. That guy you need. Past the trade deadline, too. It's going to be tough to add. They're going to have to lean on Isaiah Likely and Charlie Collar to step up. Um, Gus Edwards' touchdown machine had him on the card at plus money once again. He's He's been elite. So um, I think the Ravens do win here, but I like what you said with that money line being the safest one. Yeah, this should be a good game, actually. We see the Chargers in a lot of good games this year. Kind of coming out on the wrong end of them every game. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see that again. Ravens find ways to win football games. Lamar Jackson having an MVP-like season. I don't know if he's going to win it, but he's then running for it. Um, so Ravens team's really good, so it should be a good game. Getting on to Monday night, we have the Bears heading to the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, total sitting at 43-and-a-half. Ace, you seem enthusiastic about this one. Let's see Let's see what you like Josh about Dobbs it. Josh Dobbs bounce-back game this week. The Pastronaut is going to get going, dude. I promise you. Justin Jefferson is going to play this week, too. He was limited last week, and they said he's not going to. Next week, he's playing. So you're going to have Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson. Josh Dobbs is going to be rolling on the ground. Madison kind of showed back up last week. Um, they should have won that game. Missed field goal. Just pushed it right. I think they mismanaged the clock in that game. Um, I think that they should have gotten a few more yards to get a little bit closer because he had hit from less than that, but then you pushed it back to 56. It's a little bit harder. Um, you get that to like 50. He's probably a lot more confident, and he hits it. But uh, this Vikings team needs to get a win to get back in that playoff hunt um, divisional contest. 
to hopefully set themselves up for that spot with the Lions down the line. But, uh, yeah, I'm not too high on these Bears. Fields didn't look too great coming off the injury. Um, Khalil Herbert back too, but still, I don't know. DJ Moore will probably get his, but I think the Vikings scored too many points for the Bears to win this one. Yeah, I like the Vikings as well, but for different reasons as you. I don't think there's a lot of scoring in this one. I just think uh, I think at the end of the day, the Vikings are the way better team, and even with Josh Dobbs, I think he's going to be, be forcing a lot with Justin Jefferson as well. Um, obviously, when you go into a receiver like that, you want to be play your best for him. You want to do everything you can for him. He's going to be forcing a lot. He hasn't played with him ever, so um, I think we're going to see some growing pains there. I like the under 43.5. It's Monday Night Football. You have the Chicago Bears playing. I think it soars under. But I do think the Vikings get theirs and do enough to cover a three and a half point spread. I could see a touchdown, maybe nine, ten point game, um, with Justin Fields' hand or ball, the ball in Justin Fields' hand, maybe two minutes left, maybe for a backdoor cover. But um, I, I think the Vikings kind of score in this one. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be a pretty good game. No, I actually don't. I'm, I I want to say it will be, but I don't think that the Bears can keep up. I think what you said with Jefferson, I don't know. I think he's too good of a receiver for them to have growing pains. But look at the guys around him. If anything, it's going to benefit Hawkinson and Addison a lot more. We've seen how much they've really jumped out on the scene. They have a connection with Dobbs, too. Now they get even less coverage with Jefferson demanding it. So I think it's going to be tough with that weak Bears defense to keep up. I like the I like the Vikings with the points here. Um, you'll see it somehow on my card. Yeah, I'll probably have Vikings on my card as well. Um, prime time spots, so maybe even more. But um, yeah, that's gonna do it for our week twelve slate. Uh, things are really getting into the swing of things. We're getting a feel for who's really gonna be our playoff teams, who's our powerhouses. Um, and uh, we got those fringe teams that are fighting for their lives right now. So it's gonna be another good week of football. We got Thanksgiving football, three games, two days on Thursday. Um, looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, just hit the books. Yeah, definitely. Let's get into um, that'll do it for the NFL. We talked about Matt Canada as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so he's going whatever. Let's get into the NBA power rankings. You got them? Uh, I can get them up right now, real quick. It's our latest ones, like the NHL. Haven't done them as annually as the NFL. Want to do them? You want to just do them off the top of our heads right now and looking at the standings? All right. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Write this right. down. Write this down, too, so that way we can uh, document it and post it out there for the good people. All right, all right, hold on. You've been watching a good bit? I know my Celtics yeah, are yeah. leading the way, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I watch a good amount. Yeah, I think the Celtics, well, yeah, they will be. All right, so we're going to go Celtics 1. I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks at 2. I'm going to go with the Nuggets at 2. All right, you can go Bucks. with the Nuggets. No, go with the Nuggets. Go with the Nuggets, then the Bucks. Back to back. Nuggets, Bucks for sure, because Bucks are sitting at six and four. Another. I think Auto Sixers. I, I I'm a big Joel guy. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm with that. Moving to Anthony Melton only helped too. I mean, moving James Harden helped too. They have Anthony Melton in the mix at four. This is where it gets dicey. Let me hear your pick first. No, well, for four is Sixers. Isn't I mean, it? for the five, yeah, four Sixers. Yeah, I I, I I'm gonna go with the Timberwolves here. Really? I think it's almost impossible not to put him there. I mean. There's nine and one in their last ten. They're playing incredible or basketball. Anthony Edwards, I mean, come Anthony on, Edwards. Do you think he's actually breaking out to be a true superstar? Yeah, hundred percent. He's first overall pick. He's 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 an athlete. He's a pure scorer. I mean, that guy is so good at basketball. Yeah. Um, I I think he's putting in the work now. He's finally it's, getting it's there. warranted. Pat playing really good basketball. 
It's warranted, but you want to hear two Who names? Like? I'll give you two names. Okay, so see? My fun pick is OKC. Kyrie Irving. But my actual Kyrie pick. Irving my actual pick is. is my actual pick is the Miami Heat. All right, no, no, no way, no way, no way. Like the Heat. I don't think the Heat are that good. When they're healthy, they, when they're healthy, they always win. When uh, I just think that they find ways to win in the playoffs, but I just don't think that they're actually that good. So I would go five Timberwolves, six Mavericks, seven Thunder. I like the Thunder at the five. You like the Mavs? I do easily. Yeah, you could easily put that we there. I mean, the you, have the name, you have the names in Dallas, so I, it it goes a little further. Probably have the top three player in the world in that team. So, and they're sitting at the same record as uh as the Heat. I'm going to take them over there. You know who's going to start taking off and will be on our rankings? Actually, I bet is going to be the Sacramento Kings. Aaron Fox missed a couple games. He's back in the lineup doing his thing. So they're going to start stacking wins. Yeah, look out for them. Look out for the um. Pacers as well. I mean, maybe not up there in the top five. But those Pacers are going to going to definitely going to be in the playoffs this year. They could be even um outside of the bubble in that top six teams. But um, what about your Knicks? Are they going to make an here. appearance? You think they're doing what they usually do? I think they're going a bit of a run where they kind of just get out of that bubble team. I think they'll be a top six team as well, probably sitting at the five or the four. But um, they're 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 having growing pains. They're kind of streaky, or they're not streaky at all. Actually, they're just back and forth back and forth not winning games where they shouldn't winning games where they should um but i mean they're still up there jalen brunson is the top 10 player in the world i think All right. no exaggeration fact or truth are the phoenix suns who have won three in a row i think it's a fact will be at the four or five seed as high as the four seed in our power rankings within a month oh definitely yeah definitely yeah not next week i don't think i think they'll be and you got to go on a bit of a run here. I mean, they are they are on a three game winning streak, but they're five and five in their last ten. Still, um, they I don't even think all three of them have played together yet. So you got to see that. You got to see that as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, NBA regular season is just so weird, especially with these guys sitting out. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it and definitely get those rikes out there for you. But the big dogs are the ones that are paving the way. A lot of good young teams. And um, some super teams as well fighting for spots in the middle. Don't forget about the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, you know, they're always in the hunt too. But um, yeah, some good basketball coming down the stretch. Yeah, for sure. NBA is kind of getting in the full swing of things. 15 games into the season, 14 games. The into tournament's the almost over. The in season tournament's almost over, right? I have no, could not tell you about the in season tournament. I know nothing about it. Let me it. see if it's over. I know the Celtics won an in season tournament game. The courts look pretty cool, though, huh? No way it's already over. No, it's still going. It's today the no last day. No, no, it's still going. I thought it was all season. Oh, really? Or maybe, like, it goes to the All-Star break, and then that's when... Oh, here it is. The December 7th is the semifinals. December yep. 9th is the championship. Okay, so... Quarterfinals on the 5th. Quarterfinals on the fourth. Holy shit! It almost it ends very soon. It ends in December. How do you check those standings? It's it's on the score. They have an in season. Oh, I have thing. it. I have it right here. Celtics are two and zero. Celtics two and zero. Bucks two and zero. Heat two and zero. Pacers two and zero. Lakers three and zero. Lakers three and zero. What? Kings two and zero. Dude, I'm gonna start looking at this now. Lakers are gonna win tonight. Hundred percent minus seven. That's important on the day to day. Did you see whose clip was it? Dames the other day. The Bucks are gonna win every single one too. What did he say? He was like, um, he was like, some people that that play on our team, coaches, they they need that extra. They need that five hundred k. Yeah. So like they're grinding for it. 
I, I'm going to do that with you. Let's remember that when we're sending our NBA plays is NBA in-season tournament games mean a bit more to those guys. Yeah, for sure. Let's pay attention to it. But um, NBA's, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the in-season tournament. I hate the, or I hate the, uh, the courts, but I like the concept of it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. But um, it's kind of it. We have in, we have college football here, but Ace, you don't really know talk much about college football. No, just, just bring the, game- rattle those games off, off off to me. I'll let you know what I just rattle them off quick, and I'll let you know what I. Think. Yeah, we got some big some big games coming up. We have Oregon State at Oregon. Um, that's eleven twenty four. So what's that? Friday. Yeah, yeah, it is Friday. Oregon State at Oregon. Two top fifteen teams. Um, that should be a good one. Ohio State at Michigan. That's obviously the biggest game of the year. I mean, Ohio um, State. Forward, I've watched both. Looking forward to seeing that one. You like Ohio State? They're plus three and a half. Yeah, I like that. I might take that. That's going to be a big one. I'm sure we'll have a play on that one. You guys like we'll Michigan, see. don't you? Eh, I don't know. I like the under, if anything. But um, Michigan. third game, Alabama at Auburn. Big game for Alabama. I like Alabama. What did you have to say about Ohio State, Michigan? Want to get into that a little? Yeah, yeah. Ohio State, they like to score. They like to score a lot of points. They have all those receivers. Um, I just think that Michigan can't score. I don't know. Enlighten me why you think on how either team could win this game. You're no, you're definitely more. You're you're kind of hitting the nail on the head. But I mean, Michigan's defense is really freaking good. Um, you're gonna see a lot of struggles from Kyle McCord. I think Ohio State's defense is actually the best defense in the country. So I don't think you're gonna see much from that Michigan offense. I don't like that Michigan offense to begin with. I think J.J. Patterson's overrated. Blake Corm's probably a top three running back in college football, but I, he hasn't really put up the numbers this year. I think Ohio State wins this football game. I know it's going to be hard going into the big house. You're wearing a Buckeyes hat. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got it. All real, right, so that that can't be realistic about. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you think I'm being biased? No, no, I'm saying I don't even think you realized that as we were talking about this game. No, I actually didn't. But yeah, give me the Buckeyes. Um, I think there's a Probably the best team in the country as well. Georgia's been playing really good football too, so it's kind of making me yeah. lean away from. The I watched best that team Georgia country, game the other day, dude. They oh they were God, rolling. Dude, you know what was nice? I I I was too. watching them at the bar, and they went down seven nothing. Was on a pick six or something, and I t- I just looked at the line. I was like, hey, let me get something on this. It was minus six and a half for Georgia. It was like, yep. first play of the game. They they ran it back. They ran back the kickoff, I think, or maybe it was the pick six. first run play of the game or something. But um, I took Georgia yeah. minus six and a half right then, and they rolled. Roll, dude. I wasn't expecting that. But some good football this week for sure. Ohio State at Michigan should be a really good game. A lot of defense. Look forward to what it. time is that one? It's 12 o'clock on Saturday. Nice. And what were the other ones you had? Yeah. You had Alabama, Auburn. Is that the last one? Yeah, that I think Alabama should definitely take care of business. It's in Auburn, though. Something to look out for. Um, big atmosphere, SEC country. Yep. Big, big rivalry. Oregon State at Oregon, also going to be a really good game, but it's at Oregon. Yeah, I've watched, at Oregon I've watched State, both. I think Oregon's gross, though, aren't they undefeated? They're not undefeated. Washington beat them, but they're oh. very good. Six seed. Um, if this was in Oregon State, I think DJ Ugalele would have a chance to win this football game, but Bo Nix is probably going to tear Bo Nix is a dog, I think. Yeah, I like yeah he's pretty good. But, um, yeah, that'll wrap up what we all we have for this episode. Um. Stay tuned for for all the socials. Kind of um, the Thanksgiving lay is gonna come your way too. You know how we do the Sunday parlays that we give you on the Sunday live stream. Tune into our social media. We'll post one the Thanksgiving lay. We're all gonna give a leg. It's gonna hit just like the first time when we did our Sunday ones. Um, other than that, tune into our Sunday live stream for sure. Yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, episode thirteen. Hit the books. Go bees.